When you are absolutely, positively sure you know all there is to know about anything, you're as far from the truth as you will ever be. Hello and welcome to episode 90 of Under the Call of MS, MS Deep Dives Issue 2. I'm throwing out another deep dive out here, just get some more information out, get some more stuff done. Gone through, talked about, whatever. Still dealing with my shoe insert issues. Last night was a fun run of MS seizures, which I haven't had in a while. Those were back. Went through a couple bouts of that. Sciatica is still amped up and just ready to burst out into full, full form. Uh, lots of issues with the knees and lower back and all that, trying to get the heel. The heel basically feels like it's on fire with needles going through the backside of the heel all day and night last night. Uh, and you get the little stabbings in there too. It's not underneath the heel. It's coming from the backside of it now. Then the front of the foot and the side of the good foot are completely bruised feeling and but I went mellow on the shoes yesterday only wore them for about a half hour hour and they drove me nuts so today I put them on and did a little bit of shoveling and stuff just to see what would happen since we got our Third little batch of shovelable, shovelable snow outside for this winter. And a pretty nice and mellow winter this year in Wisconsin. Can't complain about that. But, yeah, that little quote was from Bobby Hall, one of the greats, hockey greats. Uh, today... Kind of want to go over, I guess, MS socialization, MS social issues. Uh, we got a deal with our facial recognition, our facial, our own facial expressions. Uh, it's like right now I'm kind of. Taking a little break from other podcasting stuff just to get things done around here and get some, try and get these things figured out with my inserts and everything. And and the last podcast I did, my wife kept saying that I'm being mean to everybody. Uh, There's always big silent phases, which I don't know said something to totally shock people or what but it's hard for me when there's a silent phase to sit there and listen to that silence it drives me nuts and I'm the one with the broken brain so it, it's hard for me to just when that happens my brain shuts off so I can't quickly come up with something to talk about so I kind of like rely on the other people to 
hopefully do that. But then sometimes you don't have that. And they'll just sit there in, in silence and it just confuses the crap out of me. Many of us with MS have issues with that. Uh, you can have lots of different things with our cog fog and stuff like that. Facial recognition. We don't, people look at us and think we're angry because we're not smiling all the time. We got to put that fake face on just for people to understand what's going on. And so it's a, it doesn't help with me because I have my MS issues. I also have bipolar issues. So when stuff like that happens, I think, okay, did I insult someone or <laughs> was I being real mean? But it's like I also came up from the early school of learning, whereas I grew up with people that were 5, 10, 15, 20 years older older than that than me and it's old school attitude it's like suck it up pull up your britches and quit being a whiny little bitch if you can't know what someone says about you but i'm never being mean as far as i'm not trying to be outright mean i'm trying to joke with people have fun but i guess people take things the wrong way too much and when they don't understand what you're going through, it's kind of hard for them to understand what you're trying to represent when you're speaking out about things. But I try my best. I still think we have some of the best podcasts out there compared to other ones similar to our podcast that, that I listen to. And we, we try to put a variety of things out there with it, but it's kind of hard when I just silence on podcasts two things i hate silence and people chewing food against the speaker it's just it's annoying <laughs> or and with the zoom and stuff it's also kind of hard because you want to talk and anytime you talk it stops the other person and they don't hear what you said it gets clicked out on their end so they're always doing the huh the what it's like you try and wait for them to stop speaking for a second so you can put a word out, but as soon as you start to say something, they jump in again. And it's like trying to find your moments to speak, and it just things get run over and jumbled over, and it could cause a lot of cutouts on the audio part aspect of it that are actually listening to the things. That sucks because you kind of want your. Know, you want everything to go nice and smooth and not have bad audio out there that they listen to. And, you know, I'm myself with my podcast. I have no idea where I'm at. I'm, I only listen to about 15, 20 of my episodes and we're up to episode 90. So I don't know. It could be coming out terrible right now. It's uh, you could maybe not hear me at all. And I could be putting these out and, who knows, but every time I take a step, blink, or move your arms, our central nervous system is at work. So millions of nerve cells in our brain send the signals throughout your body. And when you got the brain signal amplifiers, the signal 
roadways, the paths that the the nerves and everything that there's the signals that are supposed to go through have holes in them, and those signals are sparking out and getting broken up as they're getting sent to our actual our limbs, our brain, our our thoughts, our movements, our speech, uh, and cause problems with the function and process of our movement, our sensations, our memory, our cognition, our speech. And nerve cells, they communicate by sending the electrical signals through those nerves. So when the myelin sheath is destroyed, that protects those things. Each of those nerve cells don't properly get what they want to their intended target. So, but damaged nerve cells can cause debilitating symptoms, including walking and coordination problems, muscle weakness, fatigue, vision problems. Uh, the main causes our immune system is damaged, which can attack the myelin sheath, our genetics. Uh, they don't say MS is genetically inherited, but there are genetic markers that uh, increase our chance of developing MS. If we have like a close relative or a parent or a sibling that has had the disease. So those things can affect it. Our environment can affect it as far as if you're living in the northern hemispheres and stuff, where we don't get sunlight as much. And your sunlight gives your body that vitamin, vitamin D that we so much want and need. So infections, bacteria, and viruses can cause extra inflammation and breakdown of myelin which can trigger our ms and there has been things that uh bacterial viruses and stuff like measles uh human herpes virus 6 which leads to conditions such as roseola the epson bar virus which runs in my family we got lots of that in our family history I've had my measles and chicken pox at a very young age. It was one of those things where one kid in the neighborhood gets it. Let's throw all the kids together. Let's get it over with. Uh, other risk factors for MS may, that may also increase your chance of developing MS include sex, apparently, because women are, for a long time, were known to be two or three times more likely to develop uh, MS than men, but that's for relapsing, remitting MS, primary progressive MS, the numbers are more equal. Uh, age can affect it. It usually affects people between ages 20 to 50 relapsing remitting and primary progressive usually occurs approximately 10 years later than the other forms ethnicity can affect it people of northern european descent are higher risk of developing ms 
things that can trigger our MS symptoms or stress, of course, is a big one. It's like quit worrying about all the stupid things in life and just worry about yourself, worry about what you're going to do for the day and get through it. Stress affects everybody with every type of disease or issue. It can amp up any type of problem. It does. It's not just MS. And stress is a bad thing. Just get it out of your life. Smoking isn't good for us. Even secondhand smoke affects us. I smoked for many years, up to three packs a day, and I quit over 15 years ago. Don't miss it. Heat affects many of us, and cold affects some of us. And I get affected differently by both. It's like the colder times of the year, my body cramping and uh, seizure issues and stuff like that get way worse. Uh, during the summertime, my mobility gets way worse. And then I have more, I'd say summertime, I have more MS hugs than winter, but I have those year round. I have everything year round, just more effective than different parts of the year I've noticed. I started doing a journal a few years back and I never kept up the bad thing with us too we're terrible about keeping up with what we're doing it's like our medications can affect us in several ways like if you're taking many drugs and they interact together poorly and a lot of times these doctors will just throw these medications in and not pay attention to what else you're taking and they'll counter affect each other and stuff Lack of sleep is bad. And the CPAP, I'm trying to get this thing still figured out. I'm actually registering up to six hours now with it, many nights. But in fact, infections like urinary tract infections, cold, flu, those can cause our symptoms to worsen. worsen. And in we got many different treatments for it. You just got to figure out what what interests you, what catches your eye and stuff like that. Try those forms of medication out. Uh, but as far as social skills go, multiple sclerosis can affect the ability to read social cues. Uh, the MS disease activity can trigger changes in the brain's white matter, which controls many higher brain functions. Changes can lead to deficiencies in both theory of mind and facial emotion recognition, which are significant when compared with people who don't have MS. I've noticed the advancement over the years, how it's got way worse to deal with different socialization cues and affect facial recognition. I, I even have problems with names and stuff sometimes. People I've known my whole life and all of a sudden the names just blank. And you're trying to figure out and they get offended or whatever. Uh, some changes in personality and effect have been recognized in MS for more than a century and Recent investigators delineate three primary affective disorders, depression, 
pathological laughing, crying, and euphoria. Uh, those are always interesting. I I can all of a sudden just burst out laughing at absolutely nothing or be watching something that's not sad or anything. Often I'll start to tear up a little bit, which is just so weird because I never had those issues. But yeah, I just this make is just gotta I guess try and focus on what you're dealing with and I also got early onset dementia I will have early onset Alzheimer's probably by my 60s uh, yeah. and with that I'm constantly trying to not repeat myself and it's like that's what I worry about with my podcast and if I'm redoing things over and over or not it's like even this podcast my under the call of ms the first two episodes i noticed i basically talked about the same thing back to back but yeah it's just it's hard you gotta explain to people when they want you to go out and do things with them that you never know and we can't make plans it's best for us just would worry about the things as the moment comes and not sit there and try and plan up for it because it just stresses you out trying to get ready for it and day comes you're having extra issues you don't want to do it do it or whatever you do go do it and all of a sudden you have more issues in the middle of it uh people think we're lazy and you can't really you gotta try and express to them that we really do want to go out and have fun, but <laughs> we have limitations. We have issues that we got to deal with. And it could just be cognitive or pain issues and stuff like that, or it can be bladder issues. I mean, that's major pain in the ass, especially when your body's asleep and you can't feel what's going on down there. So, yeah, you just really want to be out in the middle of public and all of a sudden piss yourself. <laughs> And people just don't understand. They look at you like, what the hell is wrong with you? And you just, it's like, trust me, I would give this up for anything for someone else to actually feel it for a day and go through it for a day and understand what what the hell things change. You never know. It's just a, like a grab bag, daily grab bag of different issues every day. You just wake up in the morning, grab that bag, and stick your hand in it and pull out whatever issues you're going to have to deal with for the day. It's, but yeah, we can't just go out at last minute's notice. I mean, we can, but it's not like we want to. We, we want to be invited for things, but we also don't want people to get pissed at us if we don't do thing, things with them. And, People will take offense to it, and then all of a sudden they stop contacting you and getting a hold of you for things. This guy understand if you really need us, let us know. But if you don't, then we're just going to work around our own body schedule and see what happens. It's like we know what, what going out will do to us. It's, that's why we stress about things, or we'll take good thing is to like take a nap 
before you go out and do things if you're able to. I can, I'm not a napping person. I cannot nap. If I nap the rest of my day shot, I feel like shit. But and simple things like showers are a chore. And I'll be taking a shower and all of a sudden I'll face plant against the side of it or my body's so fatigued by the time I get done with it, I can't even I don't even want to towel off. Like you can't you end up getting more fatigued from preparing to go out than actually going out and doing something most times. Uh dressing up. It's like not a person that dresses up. I can't stand the fancy clothes and stuff. Maybe if I was skinny and could buy anything off the rack, then maybe that'd be different. But personally, give me some sweats, some pajama pants or something like that. I'm good to go. <laughs> I don't need nothing. I'll put on Crocs. I don't need fancy shoes or anything like that. And you got allow enough time in your schedule to get ready to go out and do things or prepare yourself to do something, even online. It's like, and then you stress about what you need to bring with you in case you need it. Do I need a cane today? Do I need a walker today? Am I going to be standing still for a long period of time? Which can, I mean, after five minutes of standing talking to someone, my legs are already starting to quiver and just, get weak and my arms and shoulders will start to lock up and it's just annoying how you don't know what your body's gonna feel like you don't really want to take i mean i have multiple canes everywhere canes in almost every vehicle yeah canes in about every room of the house Uh, i got walkers in areas if i need them I had a wheelchair that I was trying to modify, so when I am fully wheelchair-bound, I could have it nicely set up the way I want with areas to get to anything I needed to. But, but then I realized that today's market, they got way better uh, wheelchairs that have are way lighter, easier to fold up and move around, so it's a... I'm saving up to get a better one. But, yeah, it's, uh, you never know what you're going to need. Are you going to need You have foot drop. You got to put braces on. You got knee. I, a lot of times, if I know I'm going to be out for, for an hour or two with a lot of standing and stuff, I'm going to take my knee braces. I'm going to take ankle braces, whatever I need to get through those moments. It's, yeah, it's socialization is an interesting beast. Let's look at some of the questions on some MS sites on Facebook. See what people are asking about nowadays. Uh, got a couple people asking about their doctors in certain areas, which is hard because these MS sites have people from all over the world. So finding someone in your exact area is kind of hard to do that. Uh, asking if you get gotten multiple skin infections while on Ocrevus. I have weird skin issues, but I've had these most of my life. I think it's related more to my dad's issues from when he was in the military and was on the island of Guam after the nuclear 
testing and stuff. And I just, any type of friction or pressure or anything on my body will cause a new boil or carbuncle or whatever you want to call them. So anything I do to my skin just aggravates it. Uh, it's like wearing these masks and stuff. My ears are all messed up. My face is starting to get little bumps here and there on my nose and stuff from the mask lines. No, I ain't having the different types of skin issues. I know a lot of people get rashing and stuff. I used, when I used to do the inject, daily injections and stuff with Copaxone or every other day, just those things like to get the bumps, the flare-ups, the redness, the bruising. I, I haven't had too many itch, new issues with Ultravis as far as skin goes. Uh, this person's got a neuro, neuro, neurologist appointment tomorrow they're on gap gap a bent gap a band, gap a band, whatever the hell however you say it and it doesn't work what else should i try please help well you're on an okravis site why would you even be on an okravis site if you're not taking Ultravis? that's the problem it's like i appreciate everybody asking questions and stuff but it's like some of us go to these sites try and get just those related information and there's nothing Ocrevus hardly on the first 30 questions on the site. Uh, we got things about that cure again from that. The one company that's working with the COVID stuff. Uh, you know, I, oh. People asking about how long did it take for your doctor, from when your doctor wanted you to switch to Ocrevus to actually starting it. Well, that doesn't relate to anybody except for yourself, really, because it depends on your doctor. I mean, my doctor got me all excited talking about Tisabri, saying that it's got some fatigue and muscle pain uh, relief effects in it and we were i was all excited thinking he was going to change me from ocrevus x i haven't been really feeling much from my ocrevus uh i do notice like when i was behind getting on it for two months plus the crap gap or in the four to six weeks before i was supposed to get my infusion that crap gap just went long the next couple months too and then, so i went through about three and a half months of crap gap and I definitely do feel better once I got my infusion as far as body-wise, fatigue, and pain-wise, but it's all still there. It's just not as prevalent as it was when I had no medication left in my body. But let's see. People asking about relapses, trying to understand them. Say I was never really explained it. Anytime I talk to my doctor about relapses and stuff, it's like he'd say the relapse is just an old symptom that pops back up and goes away. And it's like, but then he also told me that if I have a symptom and it goes away and then comes back later, that that's not MS related. So it's these doctors can just use the living shit out of a person and you just don't understand 
what you're dealing with, you're hoping for some help. I understand that the disease has no cure and it's very finally getting probably the past 15, 20 years, some more recognition of learning what it's all about and stuff like that. But people asking for prayers it's like do that at your church again i don't agree with people putting out stuff one way religiously or whatever i believe you just should be religious to your clique and not put it out there for all that you may offend some people that have different styles of religion keep it to what the site name is <laughs> ask those things yeah, another person asking about a new DMT and stuff, and it's like, but yeah, it's not the DMT that the site's made up for. Do you feel wiped out, exhausted after getting? Oh, I can't do the steroid, but I always feel like I wasn't to crawl into bed when I get this. Yes, we want to crawl in bed when they get this. Uh, the steroids helps me. I feel way better after my infusion than when I go in get it done. But I don't know. That's just me. But this person sounds like she's not taking the steroid part of it. That's where you're losing out. But yeah, time's running out. So again, have a great day. Be good to each other. Throw me some questions. Let me know how our things are going. So uh, again, I'm doing this. Some all comics. Some all. Multiple scrolls, just see what happens. So have a great day. We'll talk to you again soon.